0: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers
1: are the defending champions. Over at Bet MGM right now, their win total is 12, minus 110 both ways for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to make the playoffs. Minus six fifty for the answer. Yes, no. Plus four thirty to win the NFC. Plus two ninety to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Seven to one odds. Plus seven hundred over at BetMGM to win the NFC South. Got to remember, no more Drew Brees. Minus two hundred. They add Gio Bernard. Gio, Gio, Gio,
0: Gio, Giovanni
1: for long. So, um, because it's longer than Gio. You look at Tampa Bay last year, right? <laughs> And in a year where there was a pandemic, a virtual offseason, no preseason, they bring in a 43-year-old quarterback in Tom Brady, and they win the Super Bowl. Here's what I love about Tampa Bay. I'll tell you this. Talk to me. All 22 starters on offense and defense are coming back for this season. You have not seen this in the NFL salary cap era, especially from defending Super Bowl champions. Last time that happened was 1977.
0: And guess who it was? Uh, Whoever
1: won it in 76. The Raiders. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Raiders. And so. Just win, baby.
1: I'm pretty high on Tampa Bay this season. Uh, I look at those 11 wins. I think they win at least 12 games this season. Um. That, that, that's what I think, because they're bringing everybody back. So you're also, taking the over? I'm going to take the over on Tampa Bay, minus 110, over 11 wins. They're expected to face 12 the wins. fifth. yeah, oh Yeah, 12 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're expected to face the fifth easiest schedule based on current win totals. So their schedule is going to feel much easier than it did last year when they had to face the NFC and AFC East
0: uh, out of the division Ryan, rather they, than the NFC, AFC West. They play one playoff team in their first six games. Right, man. One playoff team in their – their final four games of the season. So think about that. One playoff team in their first six. They're already a great team. That, so that's ridiculous. Their final four games of the season. Saints, Panthers, Jets, Panthers. The only the only little stretch that they have, they have an eight-game stretch where they face playoff teams from last year. But other than that, bro, you just, you just spotted them four in the back end. Mm-hmm. You basically spotted them six up front. One playoff team in six games. Hammer the over. No, no. And and so
1: that's the best point right there is the point that you just made. And I want to just piggyback off that a little bit. Can you say that again? You just made a terrific point about, well, you went to the schedule. And that's exactly why. Because I could also also make the case, though. Okay, so before I get to the schedule, though, because I was also trying to make the case for the under with Tampa Bay, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, um, you look at the market, maybe they're overvaluing Tampa Bay because of their run last year where they finished at 11-5, and five, but also, like, they could have lost to the Saints in the divisional playoff round. If Jared Cook doesn't fumble in Tampa Territory with the Saints up by 7 in the third quarter, them driving, the Bucs could have lost that game. Also, they finished 32nd in Football Outsiders variance metric last season, so from game to game, you know, their, perf- their performance um was a little inconsistent. Also, they benefited from a lot of things like when a couple of years ago the Chicago Bears won the NFC North. Yeah. Everybody thought that they were just going to be back. Mitchell Trubisky was going to be even better in year 2 under Matt Nagy, Poor, but they, they stayed healthy and they led the league in turnovers and that's so hard to do 2 years in a row. Look at Tampa Bay last year, right? They ranked number 1 with the lowest number of adjusted games lost due to injuries. They were 4th in net EPA gain due to turnovers and 5th in fumble recovery percentage. That's hard to do two years in a row,
0: bro. The only player they lost due to injury last year was Vita Vea. Was Vita Vea? Yeah, that's exactly. it. Exactly. Jason Pierre-Paul there, Nadama kunsu there, William G- Golston he's there. Well, also speaking of those three names, big time names, it's it's winner go home now. Like they have to repeat because all three of those guys are restri- uh, are unrestricted free agents this offseason. Right. Right. Or free agents this offseason. Right.
1: Everybody came back for another run at it. Yeah. You know, you're coming out of a pandemic shortened season. Yeah. Um. But you brought up the schedule. I did some research of the Bucks' opponents in 2021. Only five will be starting the same quarterback that they started in 2021. So, so the start of this season, only five teams are going to have the same quarterbacks that they started last year with. Yeah. I find that to be ridiculous. Look at it like this. Okay. Week one, Dak Prescott started only five games last year and then got injured. Uh, week two, they're going to see Matt Ryan. Week three, the Rams, new quarterback, Matthew Stafford. Week four, Cam Newton. Week five, Tua. Week six, Jalen Hurts. Week seven, I'm thinking by week seven, it's Justin Fields. I don't think Justin Fields is the week one starter for the Bears against the Rams. I agree. But I think by week seven, when they see Tampa Bay, he'll probably be the starter. Uh, Week eight, either Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill. No more Drew Brees there. Week uh, nine... Well, no, week nine, they're on a bye. Week 10, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Week 11, Daniel Jones. Week 12, new quarterback in Indianapolis, Carson Wentz. Week 13, Matt Ryan again. Week 14, Josh Allen again. But then again, week 15, Jameis Winston. Week 16, new team, new new quarterback. Yeah, or Taysom Hill. New team, new quarterback, Sam Darnold in Carolina. Week 17, rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson. Week 18, Sam Darnold again. So only five times they're going to see a team that started with the same quarterback that they're going to have this season. So I look at that schedule, man, and I count 12 wins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm right with you. I'm right with you. Now, do you think they could repeat as Super Bowl champions? I think they need to stay healthy, and again, they're going to need some good luck, but it's so hard to bet against Tom Brady even at 75 years old.
0: Yeah, I just don't know if they can stay that healthy uh, back-to-back years. Right. But also, when injuries – and the possibility of said injuries is the number one reason you're afraid of a team repeating as in Super Bowl champion or winning games. It probably means they're pretty much flawless on both sides of the ball, which the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. Um, You even talked about how, you know, Tom Brady didn't even have like a full grasp of the offense last year. He was calling plays off a wristband. Like, it's ridiculous to see the progress that he's already made, he has a full offseason, a different offseason to really spend with the guys that he's playing football with. I'm all in on the Tempe Buccaneers. Also, I kind of I, you know I love Kansas City. Kansas City is the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, but plus 700 odds on BetMGM for the for the defending Super Bowl champions. And everybody says, "Oh, it's so hard to repeat as Super Bowl champions. It's only happened eight times in NFL history. The last time it happened was, um, Tom Brady in 2003, 2004." Go figure. So, if any team is set up to to meet the expectations and not get a big head and meet the moment and make sure that they continue to be consistent in trying to have growth as an entire team on both sides of the ball and the coaching staff, why not it be? Why not the team that has Tom Brady, who has already done it before and is yeah. planning on doing it again? I I actually love. I just talk about. I love the the Chiefs and what they've done on the offensive line. They're explosive, but I really like plus seven hundred odds for the defending champions. And their defense is so good. And if Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback in Green
1: Bay, if he really doesn't come back, I know, but we have to like look at the teams that compete. No, that's fine. You know, the Rams, like Baldy said, they lost Cam Akers. That was the team that I was trying to make the case for. Like... Who's competing in in the NFC? The AFC is stacked this year. But in the NFC, who's going to compete with the Buccaneers? And you made another great point about Tom Brady. Like, he didn't even know the offense the first nine weeks of the season. He even admitted it. He was calling plays off of a wristband. And the offense completely changed. That's why I liked Tampa Bay when they got into the playoffs and they scared me so much in the NFC title game was they changed – their whole team concept and philosophy, especially on the offensive end. You go back weeks 1 through 14, they were very run-heavy on first downs. In fact, in the first quarter, they ran the ball on 61% of their first downs. The NFL average was only 55% run. So you knew exactly what they were going to do. Then, all of a sudden, like the final couple weeks of the season, they just got hot at the right time. And Tom Brady, after week 9, you know, um, was a different quarterback. Like Weeks 1 through 9, he was 19th in EPA per dropback. And then week ten through the Super Bowl, like he was, he was, he, he he was one of the best in the league. And
0: you talk about how run heavy that team was. The the run is obviously clearly it's still a huge part of their their game. Lynn Fournette, dog, Ronald Jones, but to also incorporate Giovanni Bernard in that mix is like what the heck? That's stealing, right? And That's they're, stealing. They're, and they're so gonna, yeah, they're so good. And I also want to give some time to Tristan Wirfs. Okay, yeah, okay. Can we talk about performance? You can't be a great quarterback in this league without a a great offensive line. Well, especially Tom Brady, because all he's going to do is dink and dunk. Yeah. So you have Wurfs, who was a rookie last year, played every single offensive snap from week one through the Super Bowl. You saw how Mahomes dealt with Pressure from a crazy defense. The number one, which they didn't
1: and, and Brady ain't Mahomes, man. And, and it's
0: in Mahomes. You got to keep him protected. So if you can, they had a rookie play every snap and do it well last year. That offensive line is so good. Just got to stay healthy. But I'm taking the over on twelve. Yeah. It, well, what if what if let's let's say. I don't want to say that. Never mind. I'm not going not gonna to indulge that. They did. They have Kyle Trask. I'll say that. And, and def- As a backup quarterback, just in case. And defensively, like they have linebackers
1: that could cover sideline to sideline, which always makes me jealous. And look at Chris Godwin, what he did year one in Brady. I'm drafting Chris Godwin if I could get my hands on him. He averaged 5.4 receptions and 70 yards per game in year one yeah. with Tom Brady.
0: Tampa Bay Buccaneers over. We on it? And we're on the over. We are on the Brady over. Brady MVP plus 1,600? No. No? (laughs) No, not not on that one. Super Bowl plus 700. I'm on it. Maybe.